Malika. Perfect. So before starting a podcast, we just wanted to bring attention to everything that's been going on in terms of police brutality and the injustices in the US and the UK and all around the world, to be honest. And we just want to encourage you guys to please, please, please donate to the George Floyd Medical Fund, Memorial Fund, sorry, um, the Bail Project, the Minnesota um, Freedom Fund, Black Lives Matter. And yeah. Yeah. And, and if you can't open your purse, open your mouth. Mm. and speak so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just to because you know some people can't afford to so fair 100%. enough and yeah but, yeah speak yeah mm-hmm. okay yeah so first thing I wanted to talk about um is black fatigue I feel like we should start with that mm-hmm. because I, I feel like a lot of people are a lot of black people are tired right now mm. like it's really tired it's you have to it's almost like we're advocating for why we matter, like why our lives matter. Like we're trying yeah. to, we're arguing for this is why this is why we should be allowed to just exist. This yeah. is why we shouldn't be killed. Yeah. This is why we shouldn't be discriminated against. It's actually like it's tiring. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's definitely been like a low energy vibe over the past two weeks mm. since George Floyd's death. And even before that, this is like a rupture of it all. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, the energy's been very low. We've been very tired. Um, but we've had a chance to process our feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and actually speak about this. Yeah. Um, because it's hard to address the situation on a public pa- platform when you feel so down and just a bit, you know, I feel like his death is a metaphor for the system and how it suppressed us. And his death is just, wow, it was such a, such a brutal thing. This is nothing to do with fatigue, I'm sorry. No, it's fine, no, but it's like, I can't get it. I, I can't get the image out of my head. Yeah, and, and like, just like you said, um, like there's this thing called racial battle fatigue, right? Mm. And it's basically, it was this research and it was, um, it was made to see like how black African-American men mm. were impacted um, by working in um, white institutions. So like mm. black men in mm. white schools. And like, it's a thing. It's it's a thing like I have I literally have um psychological symptoms that you get from experiencing like microaggressions and mm. it's like it's it's this feeling that you're you're fighting against something that your ancestors have fought for mm-hmm. you're tired you wanna you wanna speak about it but you're you it's, you're just tired yeah it's like it's a it's a load on your shoulders it is a load and I feel so bad because to be honest over the last couple of days I've seen okay for some people seeing a black body like it's it's traumatizing it's traumatizing traumatizing. and i feel like our community often we're like oh you just need to pick yourself up you need to speak it's hard it's traumatizing it's it's traumatizing like personally seeing i couldn't watch the video that's just the truth some people can watch it i personally can't watch it Mm. i can only imagine like but people post it post it no trigger warning no anything and like it's actually damaging it's traumatizing it's traumatizing i i honestly think that like just just like um, our previous generations have been traumatised, we are going to be traumatised mm-hmm. too. Do you remember in the last episode when I spoke about the intergenerational drag? Mm-hmm. So how um, tra- traumatic uh, um, traumatic events, racialized events, can traumatise us to, to a point where our trauma is passed on to 
our um our children, our grandchildren, our grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um and like I looked at I looked into this thing, right? And some of the psychological symptoms of what we're experiencing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Um can be depression, chronic anxiety, anger, frustration, shock, disturbed sleep, disappointment, resentment, emotional or social withdrawal, which which is what you're talking yeah. about, intrusive thoughts or images, avoidance, helplessness, and fear, acceptance, fear of acceptance. Um, and internalized racism. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, all these symptoms, they just, they establish the cycle. Mm-hmm. How are we, the people that are so tired, meant to actively make the change that we want yeah. to see? How are we mm-hmm. actually meant to do anything? We're stuck. Mm-hmm. We're literally stuck. You're tired. Yeah. You're traumatized. Yeah. You're depressed. Mm-hmm. You feel helpless. Yeah. How, how are we, the people, meant to actually, quote unquote, make the change? We can't. Yeah. We can't do it alone. Yeah, I, th- I think that, like, although we want to stand up for ourselves and our people and we want to make a change and everything, we need to take care of our mental health because Mm -hmm. it's not healthy for us to consume so much violence in one go. Mm -hmm. Cause like the diff, cause like, um, with Martin Luther King, right? Like the reason why the a major reason why he did peaceful protests was so that um, the media could film what was going on and, and put it in in worldwide news, so then the whole world could know what is happening. We have that right now, right? Mm-hmm. And we're consuming violence from all around the world, and it's not healthy. Because to me personally, when I see police brutality, it's a threat to me. Because mm-hmm. when I see a black man being killed, I see my brother, I see my dad, I see all of the black men that I care about. Because if it was them in that situation, nothing would change because mm-hmm. they label you depending on the mm-hmm. color of your skin, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a threat. It's a it's, it's a, a threat. Is, Every time I go on Twitter, it's literally a threat to mm-hmm. me and my family mm-hmm. and the people that I love. And can I just say also what I find interesting, and I don't mean to like be divisive, but divisive, 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 but. The black woman that was also killed, a black woman that yeah. been killed, like I'm not gonna lie, it's we shouldn't hear about it as much, and I actually want to know why. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, it's right. actually wow. sad, like about because true. That's so true. Often I'm gonna be real, like black women are the ones who have been talking. I'm not saying black men haven't 100%. been talking, but we need them to talk for us as well. We need people to hear us and to feel for us as well. Yeah. Like it's a whole, it's men and women, and yeah. I feel like often I get the George. Um, Floyd murder kind of like inst- like triggered I guess yeah, it everything the, it was the tip of the iceberg yeah, fair yeah. enough but what I am saying is that we need to speak for the black women as well we need to speak yeah, for, all black, for people, all black people black trans people everyone uh, yeah, yeah everyone everyone yeah definitely agree mm. so like I just wanted to like ask you guys so like how are you taking care of yourselves during this this time like how are you taking care of your mental health like are you taking care of your mental health like have you thought about taking care of your mental health during this season because it's not normal that we're consuming so much yeah. black brutality. Mm, it's not normal at all. And I feel like now it's so hard to avoid yeah. avoid social media and step out and, and you know, get rid of these intrusive images that are in my brain. Yeah. It's really hard to. And to be honest, hmm, do I even want to? Because I can't lie, I haven't felt this enraged in a while. Mm. And I feel like I needed this. Mm. Like, I needed this mm. in order just to remind me mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's so easy, like, as university students in a white institution, with our degrees, you go, ho, 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 we're all merry and whatever. <laughs> but it's so easy to forget that yeah. we're black. We're black. And we have, an, we have a um, struggle that, you know, transcends 
everything. It uh-huh. transcends our beauty. It transcends our politics. It transcends our phys- physicality. Mm. It transcends our psyche. Mm. So much I can't even control my thoughts at this point. Yeah, it's like, all over the it's place. It's everywhere. And social media, escaping it or not, will not negate what I'm feeling That's the right thing. now. That's the thing. Like, you can't log out. You can't log out. <laughs> you There's can't no log out because it's your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It. Uh, I can't log out. And at the end of the day, like you said to Amira, if you can't open your bag, open your mouth mm. and open your mouth regardless of who you are. Um, <laughs> speak okay. about it, sis. Speak about so, it. So, I'm not sure. A lot of people right now are posting because they don't want to look like they didn't post. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to look like they didn't post. A lot of this now is performative. Like okay. this, yeah. like, she, Thank whatever. You. I'm so Thank sorry. You. It's the most performative thing. I'm actually Thank going you. angry because it's, well, I, it's the most performative thing. I need to have me right now. Because, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. I have seen... Yeah. Numerous people that I have not once cared. They have not once cared. I know them in real life. They don't care. Like this whole Black Tuesday thing. Like, first of all, right? Mm. Like, when you see something on social media, you need to educate yourself. Like, understand why this hashtag is happening. Mm -hmm. Don't just see a hashtag that loads of people are doing and jump on this bandwagon. Don't be a sheep. Like, I'm tired of people moving like Mm. headless chickens because, like, this whole Black Tuesday thing has been lost in translation. Yeah. Do, do you guys know that this was started by two black women mm-hmm. and it was actually aimed for corporations? Like, yeah. it's just, get, it's getting lost in translation. Yeah. This, this is, social media is good, and, don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. But also, mm, yeah, and, and like, just like you, mm-hmm. some of my friends who have not posted one thing on social mm-hmm. media about none of this yet, a lot of them are not black mm-hmm. that I'm seeing post this black square. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, to me, right, mm-hmm. you're doing this, yeah, because you feel like, you feel bad that you mm-hmm. haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. And you're doing this to just make yourself feel like you've done something. Mm-hmm. When I'm sorry, personally, a black square is the most lazy thing that you can mm-hmm. do. And I'm going to say it. It's Sit. lazy. Mm-hmm. I need you to donate. I need mm-hmm. you to read a book. I need you to have hard mm-hmm. conversations with people. I need you to educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. educate yourself. That's, that's actually all I want from this. I want people to be educated. Mm-hmm. Donate if you can. Mm-hmm. But let's open read up a, a dialogue. Read a book. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's actually understand what we're doing here. Let's not just all get lost mm-hmm. in, I'm posting this, I'm posting that. Okay, mm-hmm. we've posted now. It's a week later. What have we achieved? Mm-hmm. We've achieved nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so tired of people just doing the bare minimum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that short term, like this whole Black mm-hmm. Tuesday thing is good. Like, wow, the power mm-hmm. of social media. But on the long run, yeah. what are we actually doing? Mm-hmm. And they don't understand the message or the meaning behind it. Listen, they don't many. understand. Listen, they don't understand the context. They don't understand. So it is frustrating. And to pivot off of your point, it's frustrating for those who actually care. Yeah, it's frustrating yes. for those who actually see the purpose behind it because I don't want to disenfranchise the movement of these two powerful black women. Mm-hmm. I don't want to disenfranchise it. But at the end of the day, there are so there's so much noise right now. Yeah. Can we just speak about the noise? Yeah. There's so much noise on Twitter, Instagram, everywhere there's too many people putting in their two pence in and i'm sorry i'm very much here for freedom of of speech and whatnot but in this instance if you do not have something constructive to say please zip it and open your ears and step back educate yourself now but what i'm saying is it's not by force so and speaking about educate yourself now yeah don't educate yourself now because this is happening. Don't read a book this week. Like you need to do this over your lifetime. Like yeah. you need to stay educated. You need to read about protests. You need to read about police brutality. You need to read about injustice. You need to read about structural racism. You need to, this needs to become a part of your lifestyle because this is the system that you're living in. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you can't just do this this week and then forget about it the week later mm-hmm. until someone else dies. 
Like it, it needs to be something that we all do a hundred time. A hundred percent. But just to go into something similar but different, um, George Floyd, his killer, Derek Chubin, yeah. They worked together. Yeah, yeah. They worked together. And I want to speak about us. I want to speak about our generation mm-hmm. and allies. Mm-hmm. We're not the same. I love you. We need you. But we are not the same. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there's always a scenario, an instance where you could put your knee on my neck. There is, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and, it's, and it's actually That's hard so to hear. It's hard to hear and it's even hard to voice because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of you guys are my friends. You know, you, you guys, guys, I'm being dead ass honest, like, you know, yeah, we really love you and appreciate you, but the way the system is, mm. we are always, we always um, are, you know, disempowered mm. and demobilised mm. because of our blackness. And I feel like it was like the way his whole death was. It was such a symbol. The fact that there was one police officer and three behind on his body. That is a metaphor for our blackness and our community around the world. We, you may see our head, but you don't know that our body is being trampled on right now Mm. in so many different spaces. Mm. Before you speak to us, before you engage with us, think about what you're about to say. Mm -hmm. Before we're in workspaces and you ask us how our summer was, think about (laughs) what Mm. you're gonna say. Because right now, yeah, we are just we're tired mm-hmm. and we've been tired mm-hmm. and you know just because we're voicing our tiredness doesn't mean it doesn't mean that we're gonna repeat ourselves thank you <laughs> it's not it's not <laughs> our responsibility to tell you guys by the way i agree with you because like like i feel like with what is going on now it's so much more than micro level racism like it's not just about how we behave with each other mm-hmm. um in school at work etc cetera, etc cetera. this is macro level this is structural mm-hmm. racism mm-hmm. like and structural racism is when you have multiple institutions working together to regenerate more racism mm-hmm. so we can't when we look at this issue we shouldn't just look at the police we need to look at health we need to look at employment mm-hmm. we need to look at housing because they're all working together mm-hmm. to generate more racism through policies through segregation things that are hard to find unless you really do your research mm. and this this is structural racism yeah. and 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 people wonder why we're so angry how am i supposed to fight structural racism yeah a structural racism a macro level mm. system of aggression macro level meaning multiple institutions working together mm. multiple how am i meant to fight that how mm. and how are we meant to coexist in this system because right now we're very mm. much addressing the present mm. but what about the future what about our lives and the way we're gonna um you know you know nurture our children to come nurture the next generation how can we coexist in this system yeah, it's you're right because like um i think it was before mm. yesterday i was on twitter and i was just like looking at everything after a few hours of just staying away and i was on the phone to someone and I started crying because it's like mm. it's I, and I was saying like how am I meant to bring children into this world like mm. when when this is happening like why would why would I want to do that why would I want to bring a, a black boy into this world when this is the way the world is mm. Mm. yeah mm. and I just I feel like with a lot of white people and <sighs> non-black people they don't realize that 
where we are fighting so many different battles. Battles mm-hmm. that you said, Malika, that they can't see. Yeah. Battles that we ourselves can't see too. Mm-hmm. We're fighting battles every day by going to the shop, by going to university, by mm-hmm. aiming for a, 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 a massive job in a big firm. We're fighting mm-hmm. battles mm-hmm. that we can't even see on top of the battles that we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. And I feel like a po- good point and a crucial point to address is, like you guys said, the bandwagon thing with brands, mm. with, um, you know, a lot of brands that I'm seeing post silence is is not good. So, blah, blah, blah. I just think to myself... So, a, a couple of them. <laughs> You've done problematic things in the past. Yeah. I, L'Oreal. Yeah, go on. I want you to yeah, keep yeah. quiet because when someone that was working for you had something to say about exactly. Black Lives Matter, you had a problem mm-hmm. and now all of a sudden you've come out because it's problematic mm-hmm. to not come out and mm-hmm. say this. Yeah, and the cheek, especially because mm-hmm. it's um, LGBTQ plus month mm-hmm. and the person was <laughs> trans, <laughs> queer, you know, the cheek to post it now. And also the NFL. Oh my gosh. When is it the NFL? Mm. okay mm. if you're gonna change like change for real change mm. for real you know some mm. of the responses have been funny they're like madonna what did oh, she, her what son did she do her son really it was like, so silly oh my gosh i just couldn't dancing to what michael jackson oh. michael jackson um what was it again don't what? really care yeah, about oh my gosh my guy was living his best life <laughs> it's just like one thing it's just like please like to to all the black people who are listening like please take care of yourself yeah like take some time off social media spend time with your family and your friends Mm -hmm. please like just take care of yourself like you don't need to consume all of this right now you know Mm. like take take some time off read a book have a nice meal yeah take care of yourself because no one's going to take care Mm. of you the way you take care of yourself exactly mm. exactly and also before you judge before you judge the whole movement please educate yourself further mm. please understand that writing and looting is a form oh. of protest let's, let's let's do a little a bit of history yeah so mm-hmm. with like with martin luther king right so like he mm-hmm. was very pro peaceful protest um going through the legal route of doing things, et cetera, et cetera. And, like, um, there's this thing that he was doing, and it was called moral suasion, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's about it's about putting pressure on white people, putting moral pressure on white people to support black civil rights, right? My issue with this is, like, why must I persuade you? Like, mm-hmm. when, you, when, you, when you persuade someone, yeah, when you advocate for something, you, you, give, you show a case and you persuade them, why must I persuade you that my life matters, please? Like why? Why do I need to, to? Why do I need to give you evidence, point evidence, explanation <laughs> to show you that my life matters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for me, right, like, like it's always not only thinking versus Malcolm X, right? Mm, a lot be. of people go for Malcolm X. Mm. A lot of people go for not only thinking. Personally, for me, mm. I'm more on the Malcolm X side because this system was not created for us. Period. 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 It wasn't. This system was not created for Black people to prosper. It was created for black people to continue to be oppressed at the benefit of white people. Mm. How am I meant to persuade a system to value me when it was created to oppress me? And mm. also, just in general, in the past, when actual social changes happened, mm. what has what has caused them? Peaceful protests? Yeah. Mm. No, that's not the case. Exactly. But no. when black people do it, suddenly it's an issue. Yeah. Suddenly we're thugs. Even for black issues themselves, like... Mm. Uh, during slavery a lot of people were fighting yeah you had people who were peaceful but a lot of them were fighting too 
And um, so you've got like people who are black liberals, so they believe in peaceful protest, um, advocacy, etc. Mm-hmm. And then you have the black radicals who who, be- who believe that there's a problem with the system and that we should go through any means necessary mm-hmm. to get our justice right. And for me, like I think that we need peaceful protest, we need advocacy, we need people um, in politics, etc, etc. But we also need the people who are rioting and the people Mm -hmm. who are looting because um, a lot of, when Martin Luther King came about, a lot of uh, whites uh, labelled him as uh, a communist, etc, etc. They didn't like him. And then Malcolm X and the NOI started, you know, people were rioting, Mm -hmm. etc, etc. The whites saw both ends of the spectrum. They saw the peaceful mm-hmm. part and they saw the violent part. Mm-hmm. So by having the violent part, mm-hmm. it pushed the whites to go towards the peaceful Peace. part. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what we need. I think that we need rioting and those sorts of protests and also peaceful protests mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. advocacy. We need both. Both go well in hand. And that's what Malcolm X was saying. Mm-hmm. He was saying that I'm good for Martin Luther King and Martin mm-hmm. Luther King is good for me. Mm-hmm. Because if they only see peaceful protest mm-hmm. and peaceful protests are not doing anything, they're not going to... They're not going to... Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to tell anyone how they should um, respond to their experiences mm. and what they're facing. And I'm not so going to be angry too. And I'm not going to wait for you to wake up one morning and feel like, oh, Black Lives Do Matter until mm. my life matters. Yeah. I'm going to take it into my own hands, which mm. is what Malcolm X has always been, um, um, what's the word? He's always been fighting for, for mm. us to take the situation into our own hands and for us to demand our freedom. And seeing all of this, so I'm talking too much, but seeing no. all of this right now like, is really scary because we're seeing history books repeating themselves, mm-hmm. right? And like, and when we look at, when I look at the history books of the civil rights movement, et cetera, et cetera, I'm thinking, wow, like these people sacrificed their lives for us. Mm-hmm. And is it our turn to do the same now? Mm-hmm. Is it our turn to do the same, to go out and protest and risk our lives mm-hmm. for the future? Maybe it is. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we're going to be on those history books and in the future, people are going to look, black people are going to look at us and say, yeah, like they sacrificed their lives for us. Yeah. And that sucks for me to look at my life and think to myself, maybe I need to lose my life <laughs> so then black people in the future can live a life. Wow. And that's a risk that a lot of people are taking right now by going out to protest. People are losing their eyes. Mm-hmm. Mm. People are losing their eyes. A man was shot yesterday. Yeah. A young man. I'm so sorry, but the UK gets away with it. Oh my gosh, we need to talk about the UK. Yeah, please. I, my, I, oh my gosh, I was so angry a couple of months ago. I was having a conversation with my dissertation teacher. Can I just say, that's the white woman that is a true ally. Okay. This woman is, she was educating me. Wow. So we're talking, and then we went off topic, and then she t- started telling me about um, this, I think it's in Bristol, this um, Colston, I think his okay. name is. He was like a philanthropist. Yeah. But he was also a slave owner. Yeah. Aside from being that, like, this is the guy, this guy was responsible for transporting thousands and thousands of people from Africa to Britain and America. Half, as I'm sure she was telling me, in in one of these towns, like, everything is named after him. There's a big statue up of him. Mm. Why? Why? Mm. We're so comfortable Mm. in the UK Mm. with our system. Our system was built mm. the same way that the US was. Yeah. But, we're, but yeah. why is it that we don't appreciate that? Why is it yeah. that we don't appreciate the fact that the taxpayers' money was going towards paying Freaking off David, the slave... Like, yeah, David what? Cameron, like, 70, yeah. 70 million or something. Yeah, They had to pay off the people slave that owned owners. slaves yeah. to free... Like, mm-hmm. what? And we... Not we, but taxpayers are paying for that. Yeah. And, and just to um, pivot off of that again... I, 
studying politics, mm. I've been in seminars where we talk about reparations. And firstly, I've actually got a problem. Why, why am I engaging in a dialogue with young white people about reparations? Please, firstly, why? I'm entering a dangerous zone. You should have um, warned me, emailed me. Oh my God, and told please, me. please. Sorry to cut you no, off, but speak. lectures. Remember that lecture? Oh my God. We had one lecture about science, was it scientific, scientific racism. racism. No trigger, no, trigger. no nothing. We're seeing black people com- compared to monkeys. monkeys on the no lecture. trigger, nothing, no email. Hey, Naomi, hey, Malika, just to let you know, no. like, well, this this is the material, like, hope you'll come, nothing. Yeah. And I'm meant to be sitting here yeah. in my seat looking at freaking yeah. diagrams of black people as monkeys and yeah. feel comfortable. And receive an overwhelmingly amount of eye contact. Mate, <laughs> that woman. <laughs> like, please. She said, I'm talking about y'all. And y'all people. Y'all, y'all people. talking about y'all. <laughs> y'all. Sorry so so to no, it's, no, but like, you know, we need to stop using adjectives like covert and subtle when, we, when we're talking about the UK. It is not covert and subtle. Me and my housemates, we can all agree that every time we step out of our house, we receive some 100%. sort of racial um, um, engagement. Mm. I'm 100%. On, yeah, 100%. We cannot leave oh. our house, which is in Northern England, <laughs> without receiving some sort of racial engagement. 100%. And to our fellow, you know, non-Black um, university peers, yes, that might be surprising to you, but it isn't to us. And this has happened since first year. So please, 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 please be mindful that we literally cannot exist without without being reminded yeah. that we're different. Literally, like it's it, it, it literally goes to the smallest things. Like oh if and I, and if we have white listeners, I need you guys to listen to this. Again. This is a this is a conversation for all, by the way. Yeah, we want every we want everyone to, to listen to this because you need to hear it. Yeah, it's like okay, you leave the house, you get on the bus, yeah, and you think to yourself, no one's gonna sit next to me because I'm black. The 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 bus is full. Mm. And no one will sit next to you. You go to the shop, your hands are in your pocket. Mm, no, maybe I should take my hands out of my pocket. Let me let me smile to, so I look friendly. Oh. Know, let, let me not walk too quickly. Let, let me not go to that corner. <laughs> do, do we have to think about all of all of these things in a seminar. Oh, let, let me smile. Let me look friendly. Let, let me not speak because they'll think that I'm that angry black woman again. Like, and, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to be honest, some people care, some people don't. Me, Tamara, is an individual that does not care. If you think I'm a friendly black woman, yes. Thank you. I am. Those that know me will tell you that I'm friendly. I don't care. I don't have time. Why do we we actually have to... Why do I have to actively bother myself, make an effort to make you, the rest of you, feel comfortable? You you guys can hear the frustration from from us. And, like, we're tired. Mm. But, like, we're still going to keep fighting anyway. We're still going to use our voices. We're going to keep reading our books. We're going to read our books. We're going to read our articles. We're going to talk to people. And and I know that a lot of you guys are feeling the same. You're feeling tired and everything, but mm. just keep keep pushing, keep mm-hmm. pushing. Because as as much as I hate it, we we no, I, I don't hate it, but we owe it to to the to the to the future. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our forefathers. We owe it to what the next generation. Like as black people, every single move we make is not only for ourselves, but it's for everyone else. Be it you, someone who isn't necessarily an ally, or someone who is. Because obviously there are black people who aren't really for us, if we're being honest. <laughs> but at the end of the day, their moves are equally. Yeah, equally is important. Oh, exactly. That's the truth. So we owe it to literally everyone. We owe it to our own community, the ones who don't even know that they are, you know, 
oppressed, the ones who think that wake up, wake up, we wake up. Like we actually owe it to everyone. Mm. Um, educate yourself. Educate yourself. That's, that's, open a book, read a book, because that's where it starts. Even if you don't like books, there's so many YouTube videos, exactly. even movies, documentaries, anything. Yeah, podcasts. Yourself, there's so many different ways. And deepen it. Like it all starts with knowledge. Yeah. Mm. And I, I feel like a lot of to- or a lot of the times, um, white people, non-black people feel like. Oh, but it's it. You know, I have to read. I have to look, mate. We've been reading. We've been learning. We grew up in an education system. We don't know much about our. We don't know Black history. Period. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everyone is learning. Every single yeah, person about is learning. Too. So don't take it as oh, it's just what. No, it's, everyone has to learn. It's not an attack. It's we really have not to. An we attack. have to unlearn something. Oh my gosh! Everything. Everyone, is everyone has to learn. Racism affects like. Oh, our psyche in every single way. Black yeah. people's psyche, white people's psyche, Asian yeah, it people's affects psyche. Everyone, yeah, like uh, Malcolm X talks a lot about like white guilt, and a lot of white people feel guilty, mm. and they and and they deal with that guilt in different ways. Some in better ways than others, yeah. Mm. But like, it's we just learn. Please mm. learn. Like we all need to learn. Just like you need to learn how to get rid of this white guilt and understand the history. We need to learn our own history as well. Mm-hmm. And we need to un- we need to learn how to um, deconstruct internalised hatred that's mm-hmm. been planted in us from the very beginning. Like, it's a learning experience for everyone, but it all starts with knowledge at the end of the day. Oh, it all starts with knowledge. Mm. Hmm. But, yeah. Okay. We'll move on. Moving on to a slightly, I guess, lighter topic. It is, it is slightly, slightly lighter. lighter. No, it's still, slightly. It's- <laughs> It's slightly, but it's funny, but it's not. <laughs> Go on. So, a couple of days ago, a tweet was drawn to my attention. <clears throat> I'm a black guy, and I only date black women long term. I intend to marry a black woman. However, is it bad that I see girl- white girls as good short-term flings or to take home after the club? My friends always see me with white girls and think I love them, but it's just for sex. York uni. <sighs> The misogyny jumped out. Me. The misogyny jumped out. Misogyny, period. Not even black versus white. Misogyny, Misogyny. period. Let's just put race to the side just for one moment. Misogyny jumped. You don't have respect for women. (laughs) Period. You don't have respect for women. (laughs) You don't respect 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 yourself. Yeah. This is... No, I don't even want to... Yeah, race... Sorry. Race aside. Yeah. This is misogyny. At its finest. And as we... <laughs> we need to slowly bring in one race after the other. First yeah. of all, I'm going to bring in white women. Yeah. Okay. To the conversation. Okay. So you've now just told me that you don't respect white women. Number yeah. one. Number two, you told me you don't respect yourself. Exactly. Because we know what goes on in York, and we know yeah. that. Um, how do I say this? Hmm. Okay. Be, be okay. Honest. Some, like you said, someone in the past has said black boys are using black boys in this position are using white girls and white girls in the same position are using black black mm. boys. So you're being used kind of I guess as an experiment, as an experience. You but you don't fetish. care. Yeah, yeah, you don't mind. You don't you don't mind being a fetish. That's like you, into it. You, it's like in York here, yeah, like I'm gonna repeat what we spoke about what we spoke about yesterday, but we go we go to a very white university and personally i don't have a problem with interracial dating do your thing i don't care but don't be bringing down black women whilst you're doing it mm. and don't do that mm. and like in in york like this notion that 
a lot of the black guys will go for the white girls or the Asian girls um, instead of the black girls has been normalised. It's literally been normalised. Like, it's not even something we debate about. Why is it that you feel like you can have your fun, you can enjoy what you enjoy, and a black woman will be waiting for you to pick her up? Mm. <sighs> Why is it that you think we'll accept you now? Hmm? Why is it that you feel like that? Why is it that you like, you actively like black women and you choose to ignore them until you're ready? Hmm. And they should just be waiting and chilling. I feel like that's problematic. I feel like it's annoying. Yeah. I don't want someone like that. No. I want a man that loves black women. And I know you love black women by your actions. Mm. That is not the actions of a man that loves black women. I don't no. care what anyone says. Yeah. And, 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 I, I feel, yeah, like, and we don't oh. mind men who like all women. Go like ahead. Yeah, like. yeah. But don't say that. But I feel like in their head, it's as if they, they're putting us on a pedestal 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 in some sort of reverse mm. um perverse way do you know what i mean by saying oh, oh you're too good you're too good i'll have you later yeah I'll you not. that is better. just so sick just don't have that is just all. so sick and disgusting and misogynistic mm-hmm. and dirty and just you don't respect yourself you don't respect Women. people in general period, period. Mm-hmm. you know oh a lot of people feel like it's by force so later on marry yeah. a it's really not can by I force. just tell you that it's not it's really not by force if you like yeah. Asian women if you like white girl yeah. age uh, white women yeah, yeah. <laughs> marry them yeah don't do this don't force it you can't force yourself to want or like something that you like yeah. just because you think in your head this is the correct thing to yeah, do this exactly. is what my family wants me to do yeah. this just be honest. Be honest just be yourself. honest like like no offence but whose business is it anyway no yeah. one it's no one's business but it becomes my business when you disrespect me yeah exactly whilst you're doing it mm-hmm. date who you want just don't disrespect just don't anyone. disrespect anyone don't disrespect black women don't disrespect white women don't disrespect Asian women because you're basically saying that white women are easy it's not nice and, that's and disposable disgusting. and that's, disposable that's very disgusting it's just not nice and it's not true they deserve to be yeah. valued too like, they the, do the thing is like the thing is the thing is <laughs> the thing is they like do. we exist in a space yeah okay i feel like this exists within within the black community there exists a space of of attraction where you're either a black oh. man who is putting white women on a pedestal or you see them as as junk like that where's where's the human where's the normal person mm. like where's the person who Firstly, values women. Secondly, doesn't exist on this hyper scale of either you're so amazing, you know, look at your white skin, beautiful white delicious, um, or, or your beautiful silky hair. Like, <laughs> oh, look at it bounce in the wind. Like, oh, why? Really why nice. is this? Why yeah. is it such a spectrum? Like, why? Just be normal. Just be normal. Like, just chill, relax. What? And firstly, why did you even feel the need to tweet it to, to go into this page and profess? Like, is there some sort of guilt you had? Clearly. Maybe there exists such a thing as interracial guilt. Do you reckon that exists? Definitely. That definitely. Because you'd people... be walking. <laughs> so <to> go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Say it, say it. You'd be walking past an interracial yeah. couple. Yeah. Minding your own business. Minding your own business. They were looking, looking at you. They were looking at you. you. Sis, it's not me. It's you. You have a problem. You have a guilt. You have a guilt. You feel that what you're doing is wrong. 
and it's I, not. They look at you in your face as if you as, as if they want you. Yeah. Sis, I, don't I don't want your man. I don't care. I, I don't care about your man. I don't care about you. Know what I want. Exactly. I'm not threatened by you. Yeah, and the thing is, it comes from you. You are you are the problem. You want us to react. Yeah, you feel guilty that you're in the situation. You feel like you're doing something wrong, and that's an issue for you to fix. It's an internal battle. And a lot of these guys that are guilty of this, they'll be asking you, "Oh, what's your opinion about? Oh, what about um?" Like obviously no, you have a problem. It's exactly. You. Yeah, don't, don't ask him. Don't ask me. Yeah, yeah, don't, you know the answer. Don't come to yeah, yeah. me for your answers. You Go know and answer. do some soul searching yeah, yeah, and yeah. figure out why you feel guilty about being with a black, um, a white woman or an Asian woman. That's your personal problem because us, we don't have a problem with that. It becomes a problem when you disrespect us and when you treat Words. us like a bottom barrel because we're not. Yeah. Or when you put some horrible labels and excuses yeah. for your actions onto yeah. us. Mm. Black women are um, too hard. Yeah, too black hard. women are unfriendly. You've got yeah. too much, too much. But you're put your together. girls are all together. If oh my oh god, my god. This oh my excuse. <sighs> oh, you guys are in the club. You guys are always coming to chat to you. Why are you scared of black girls? Firstly, why are you scared? Grow up. Grow up. Can you grow up? Why are you scared? What you're, you always, you're always together in the corner. You, you you're always there. Where like, am I meant to be? Where, by where, where are you where you? Are you? I'm meant to stand in the middle what? of the room by myself. Just, I'm not grown enough to see something you want to come and move. Her and you're worried about who she's around. The thing is, it's like okay, like calm. Take, if we take it back to like internalized hatred and stuff, like I can understand that a lot of us were brought up in an environment. We grew up in a school environment where black women, black girls, were framed as aggressive, defensive, um, jealous of whoever, whoever, whoever. Mm. Like, and and I can I can understand that by black black girls living in that kind of environment, they 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 move um, defensive, they, mm. they 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 move protective, and and I can understand that that interaction can create a, a negative relationship between you and a black girl. But why is it that something that happened to you when you were in year three is still it's doing you exactly. to this day? Because personally, we, each and every one of us have had our own bad experiences with black boys. Oh mm-hmm. my God. Being called yeah, ugly, yeah, yeah, yeah. being called literally, blip, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But am I using that experience of when mm, I was in year three to... To call black men bitter and... No, and no I'm and not doing that. Because, because I read and I mm. understand that this is part of the system. It's your duty to break out of that mm. mindset. It's your duty. No exactly. one else is to come. I'm, I'm not here to prove to you that black women are soft and friendly and deserving no. of love. Black I'm women, not. Black women are allowed. You're allowed to be whoever you want. If you want to be mean, be mm. mean. If you want to be nice, be nice. That actually as, frustrates me. And as some of you guys are listening, I'm sure that some of you are angry right now. I'm sure some some of our male viewers are probably angry. I need you to realize why you're angry. I need sit you to down. Sit down. Understand. Sit down. Unpack. Sit down and realize why you're angry because you're angry for a reason. Do some soul searching. Yeah. Do Think about your childhood. Think about the interactions you've had with, with black women in church, in school, with white women. Think about the shows that you've been watching. Think about that. And and after hearing this, I really hope that you don't even try. If 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 you genuinely don't have a dating history or a or a attraction history to black women, don't try and say. That that's who you want to date because clearly it's, it's not. not. Don't lie to yourself. You're only doing yourself, you know, <laughs> damage because people can see that you don't. That you don't. We're not here to judge you, but no at the one. same time, please don't judge yourself on dating your a person who's not of your race. Like, just sit down and sit with it, analyze it, understand it, and move. Keep hacking. No have your preference, but just don't disrespect anyone. Period. That's period. it. Okay, on the lighter, 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 lighter,
praise God. We thank God, you know. Mm-hmm. We literally thank God. We thank God. Only Him. Listen, it's actually only Ooh. God that allowed me to see three years through. Yeah, so, I would have dropped out. Maybe. Each year, <laughs> I would have given 100%. up. 100%. Even to the last dying moments, I remember it was like, what? It was April, May. I was thinking, I don't want to I don't do, want to this. do this. Wow. You know when you know you're about to climb up a massive mountain? Wow. Physically, mentally, I did not want to complete yeah. my degree. Mm. It's only God. And it's the final lap, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uni was actually hard. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uni's not easy. Not everyone finishes it's uni. 100%. So, Finishing uni is a big accomplishment, really, especially big. with academic excellence. If you've been involved, if you mm. help your community, etc., etc. But we graduates, guys. How do you guys feel about like going into the next step. chapter? Hmm, it's a strange space. It's like hopeful. It's hopeful. I actually don't feel negatively Same. about it. A couple of people have tried to make me feel some type of way. No, like, they've been trying to be like, oh, this is the truth. Like, this is what it is. Let me kind of experience it for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My experience might be very different. I'd rather yeah. go into it with a positive mindset, yeah. and that's exactly what I'm doing. I feel like yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. The thing is, people, <laughs> people are always, like, quick to say, yeah, after uni, it's going to be low. I, I'm not going to lie, I've heard that blah, 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 all in my ears. Yeah. It's going to be low. It's going to, like, please, right now, I'm really just enjoying myself. I'm really enjoying being free, doing my own thing, you know. I'm hopeful, looking forward to the future. I feel like we're very intelligent and strong and motivated black women. women. <laughs> <laughs> and so the world, I mean, I know we spoke about all the structural racism and all that stuff. The world is our oyster, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we could, we have the determination and we have yeah. the strength to do what we want to do. Yeah, exactly. So we need to step into that and believe in it and believe in God's um, plan for us. 100%. Gosh, our hard work will pay off. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. And life in life, there are ups and downs. Yes. Period. Anyway, so like, it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah. It's, there are going to be moments where you're happy, moments where you're sad. Yeah, it's all about character building. Life is the build. It's literally character, character building. building. Life is character building to go to heaven. In my opinion, it's yeah. It's, yeah. That's so it's true. true. Every time, it's so true. Mm-hmm. Every time you leave <laughs> a, a turbulent um, yeah. situation. You take something. Yeah. You really do you, take something. You yeah, learn you a virtue. God has taught yeah. me yeah. patience. <laughs> he has taught me yeah. discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God has taught me so many lessons these past three years. He has humbled me humbled. in so many ways. And I needed to be humbled. Yeah, yeah. Humbled. Humbled. I humbled. needed to be, to be humbled. God humbled me. God he whacked yeah, me yeah, down. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he ripped me away from people. Like can't even say goodbye. He just ripped me away from them. Like, but I'm so grateful that he did. Mm-hmm. Because I'm so I'm so grateful for God's discipline. Honestly. I'm so grateful because if mm. certain things didn't happen to me mm. a couple of months ago, mm. I wouldn't be where I am now. And guys, when I tell you, I have not been this mm. happy for a long time. Well, a kind father, like yeah, <laughs> oh, so kind. It, so hurts, kind. it hurts in a moment, but when like mm. you live for a little while and and you think about it, you're like, thank you, God, because mm. I wouldn't do it. My, I, I wouldn't do that for myself. Like in the lot of songs, it says. Um, Jesus has been better than me than I could ever be to myself. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. The strength that you develop. You can't just yeah. sit down and have strength. You learn, This is all character building. It's We're learning. Building. It's like when you go to the gym, you're building yeah. muscle. God is really building. <laughs> he's building Man, us. He's been putting weights. <laughs> he's having extra weights. Weight Literally. after weight after weight after mm-hmm. weight. And, and every weight he's saying, without me, mm-hmm. you, you can't, can't, you you can't, can't get out. This. Yeah. You need to, you need to, yeah, you need to be literally it's not by your strength it's not surrender surrender, surrender yourself that's, stop fighting that's one thing if i could talk to naomi in first year i'll tell her surrender mm-hmm. 
surrender because you cannot, you can't do it yourself. <laughs> she oh, said, God. surrender. Surrender. <laughs> surrender. Oh, you can't do it yourself, sis. You can try, mm. but you will fail. No. Surrender. God is actually good. He actually opens yeah. your eyes. So many silly things I've been through these last three years because I was being God has opened. I've got open my eyes. She said, See, my child, don't be blind. (laughs) (laughs) God said, Shine your eyes. eyes. Guys, I feel sick sometimes when I think back to my past. Oh, God, I feel I'm embarrassed. It completely made me. Guys, I'm a different person. You don't actually know me. Yeah, if, you, if the last time we spoke was like a year ago, yeah, that person is just not a person. You do not know me. God elevated. Oh my yeah. gosh. God, God, God really, yeah, Guys, yeah. I've got to say, yeah, this year God elevated. Mm-hmm. He, he elevated each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. Like the growth has mm-hmm. been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens mm-hmm. when we surrender. Mm-hmm. He's been transforming us. Transforming. He's been transforming us. He's been, who? He said, he's been ripping off layers and then building them back up. Mate, like, literally. The way he's just built me, he's hmm. building me. Like, hmm. this is why I actually feel like we're hopeful and ready yeah, to yeah, go yeah. to the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like we've been through, obviously, yeah. we haven't been through everything, but. What we have been through has shown us, okay, with God, I can come out of this. That's it. With yeah. God, there's victory. With God, victory yeah. is assured. Exactly. All you need to do is weather the storm, but victory yeah. is actually assured. Yeah. Cling to him during the storm. Yeah. Victory is assured. That's mm. it. That's one thing. That's one big thing I learned, like, um, over the last year, like, just cling on to him. Because, mm-hmm. like, you need to be patient with God. Mm-hmm. You need to be patient. Mm-hmm. Like, just keep clinging, keep clinging, and then he will, he will see you through. Mm-hmm. He will see you through. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Let him move. Let him move. Let him move. Let that's him the move. thing. That's why, like, when it comes to, um, like, post-uni, it's not by my strength. Mm. I have no control. I have I, no control. I, I said I want to work here. God said that. No. God, what should I do? I cry. go to heaven and, and ask him, now, God, God plead why? your case. God, I want this firm. Pleading my no, case. No, 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 no. Did you hear no, no. what James said about pleading your mm. case? James mm. said, "Whilst I'm pleading my exactly. case, I'll probably say something that will exactly. I will say whilst I'm pleading my yeah. case. There's no point trying to barter <laughs> and and ask and question God. I've learned this. There's no point. You actually have to train yourself to just let His will be done. You yeah. need to be like a baby. Mm-hmm. You need to be like you a need baby. To be childlike. When your parents feed you, you don't. You don't ask yourself what what is my making. You know exactly. she's gonna make you a good meal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So and if true. you don't know the flavor of it, you know that there's nutrition in there. Right. You know that it's Ooh. gonna be good for you. It's feeding mm-hmm. you. It's feeding you. Facts. Mm. Facts. 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 Word. 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 Think about guys. Oh, go on. Um, what did you guys think about like dating like post uni? <sighs> I had a conversation with my mom about this. Same. <laughs> because, yeah, because I was thinking yeah. about it. Like, okay, obviously I'm in my parents' house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And, and my thing is, I never, I, I don't, you don't need to know who you are. Kind of you don't need to know. Yeah, everyone mind your business. But yeah. when you're at home, it's kind of hard to hide it if you are going out and you're seeing someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to be honest, in general, actually, that's a lie, let me not lie. Anyway, <laughs> it's hard to hide it. <laughs> it's, it's hard to hide it. So what I'm gonna say is, if I had been hiding it, I can't hide it anymore. Yeah. So I was talking. I was like, okay. So obviously, mm. if I'm going out, I don't know what I'm gonna tell you. And she was just like, 
just tell me you're going on a date. It's not that deep. Because obviously yeah. everyone knows my mum is very... Yeah. So it's just like, share. At least tell me. So mm-hmm. fair enough. To my mum, I'm, I'm going I'm on a going date. On a date yeah. If she tries to ask too many questions, yeah. I care for only tell her. Yeah. <laughs> but to my dad, I'm, <laughs> like, like, I'm going out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In it? I'm going out. I'm home. going out. Yeah. But don't he, doesn't he ask if you're with and stuff? I say with my friend. He doesn't ask too many questions. <laughs> my friend, yeah. Yeah. Hmm... Yeah. Yeah. What See, for me, I have three older brothers. Mm. Yeah. And a daddy. Mm-hmm. And my dad. So, <laughs> wow. So that's four men. Like, mm-hmm. I just feel like, yeah, at the end of the day, I'm allowed to my privacy. You don't need to know anything that's going on in my life. Mm-hmm. As long as you know that I'm safe, it's I'm cool. Screaming. <laughs> I'm it's screaming. It's cool. screaming. <laughs> so, wait, Naomi, where are you going? I'm going out with my friend. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, just yeah, the real It's cool. Like, you don't, you just like, I don't know everything about your life. You don't need to know everything about mine. And I know, I know that it's coming from a good place, but I don't need to tell you what's going on in my life. It's not even like, it's, I'm, it's, it's like, I'm trying to protect you from getting to know what list people that you don't need to know. <laughs> mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Imagine yeah, yeah. You've, you've, you've spoken about someone with your yeah. family and, they're gonna, and then they, they're they're gonna gonna they yeah, yeah, yeah. embarrass you because they disgrace you. As men do, they will disgrace you. Just pick the right one that you don't mind being discriminated. Discriminated. Yeah. And you don't mind being disgraced by. She said discriminated. <laughs> she said discriminated. <laughs> you have to actually pick your own, like, yeah. Yeah. pick your, pick you your fool. Pick your fool. Because <laughs> <your form. laughs> oh. at the end of the day, everyone is mad. Everyone is mad. Everyone is mad. Who can you pick deal one. with? Pick your one mad person. You don't mind. Yeah. Yeah. You don't mind their rubbish. You don't mind their games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about you, Malika? Um, well, I just lived with my mum, so I would, I would be obviously open and honest. Mm-hmm. My mum's inner, uh-huh. so um, <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, I would tell her, but I guess I'm not going to tell her silly guys. Do you know what I mean? I because you. at the end of the day, like parents, mm. they have a habit of just repeating stuff. You know, they want to know. They want to be involved in the process. I don't know about you guys, but I'm sure they do. Do you know what I mean? Are you going to see them again? Oh, yeah. How was it? Nice. What are the prospects? When I get home, yeah. I don't talk to my dad about boys. Mm. I don't. Neither. Yeah, yeah. Like, we have conversations about marriage, finding the right man, this and that, but it's never about oh, me. That's lovely. It's always the bigger picture. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's never me. So mm-hmm. when I finish uni, I feel like I'm going to sit my dad down. Mm-hmm. Like, dad, <laughs> I got my degree. I've taken good care of myself for three years. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna start dating. Mm-hmm. No, my mum said start. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> she said she start, said start. No, she said no. I'm new on the block. Oh, she said personally, stop. Dad, I have never done this before. <laughs> personally, personally, <laughs> I have never done this before. She teach me. Sit in bed and say. question i said okay i've got to i feel like i'm ready to start dating seriously mm-hmm. it felt very bizarre to say mm-hmm. because it's been a ba- actually i said that a while back so i'm that much that thing that might have been retracted yeah. yeah but um yeah there is a difference between obviously dating seriously and not yeah exactly do you feel like there's a difference now like we're stepping out 
dating um, outside of uni would be so different because like like at uni you know you go on dates or you can see each other like watch a movie together mm. like chill make food together and stuff like that and that's part of dating right I'm not doing that at home it just needs to be intentional yeah you can't actually do it at like home. it needs to be intentional yeah. it needs to be yeah that's the difference the level has a, oh god there's actually it's, you guys thought it yeah, was hard yeah, now yeah. it's just gone up a notch mm-hmm. there's actually physical barriers if we're being honest I don't know what to say <laughs> <laughs> no, there are physical it's hard. There's like, physical barriers now so yeah, as well. You can't just like I can't just up and take no, the you bus and, and go to his house and just like chill or something. You can't even chill. Like you know when you're just chilling. Yeah, like aimlessly, you, you, aimlessly chilling. You mm. can't actually wow, and that creates a safe oh. space for just open dialogue, calm discussion. Imagine not chilling. Mm. Imagine not chilling. But and now you're chilling up, just walking down the street. That's kind of cute. And it's cute. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. But it's don't cute. you think it's kind of weird? Like, okay, I'm 21, and you're however old, and like, and I'm, and we finish uni, and like, I'm coming to your house. Like, I, I don't know. I, I don't I, want to enter anyone's house. Yeah, I don't know exactly. Know. So where are you gonna chill? <laughs> we're going out. I don't know. Where? Well, where are you gonna chill? Huh? No, the you park. can't do. Yeah. You're gonna be sitting in the park when it's snowing. No. Over Christmas, where are you gonna go? No, me, no, me said you're gonna be in the park when it's snowing. <laughs> where are you gonna go? No, you're looking for a safe guys. space. <laughs> That's so true, but don't you like? I don't know about you, but I actually like. Okay, as much as I like chilling, I like going out. So this is yeah, yeah same, same, same. I like going out, but yeah. I'm a big homebody as well. Like I love to just watch movies and just like listen to music and just chill, Netflix make party. food. Yeah, FaceTime. yeah, I love stuff like that. There you go. That's yeah. those are your options. I like dates too, but like. I like I like going to places. Take me out. Yeah, I like being money. fed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dating post uni is going to be very interesting. Very interesting. Bible verse of the week. Um, mine is taken from Isaiah chapter fifty-eight, verse eight. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. What we were saying before mm. in the in the episode about. God knows what's best for you. Mm. God sometimes knows, not sometimes, God knows mm. better than you know. Um, and I like the verse because it reminds me of that. It reminds me that um, not only does God think and feel differently than me, mm. but he, those feelings and those thoughts are better than what I feel mm. and think about myself and my situation and who I am. Mm. Wow. So it's always better. So it <clears throat> uplifts me. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mine is um, 1 Peter 5, 7. And it says, uh, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. I feel like in this season, like, um, we're anxious about a lot of things, things that we we feel that are, like, way bigger than us. And you have to realise that, like, nothing is is too big for God. Like, you can you can tell him anything and, and he he cares, like, he actually cares for you and he will do everything in his power to to make you better. So um, sometimes it's hard to pray in, in seasons like this when we see like so much brutality going on and stuff, but keep praying, like keep praying and just let him know what you're anxious about and he will take care of you. Mine is from Hebrews chapter four, verse 13. This is the NIV version. Um, Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Um, and I just wanted to remind us that you know he knows and sees everything just as you guys were saying mm. um nothing in all creation everything that's created new old future past current he knows about it he sees it and everything is uncovered and laid before his eyes so you know though we may feel like certain things are hidden though we may hide things 
they will always come to light and he will always he always sees it do you know what I mean and um yeah okay cool thank Thank you for listening guys thanks for listening guys we hope you enjoyed this episode (laughs) we are out we are out black lives matter love you love you bye guys Mm -hmm.